0: Hi and welcome to my latest edition of Revival Talks. I am Luke Vardy and I am your host for these talks. I've got a fantastic special guest on today. Remember, we're all about changing lives from the inside out. We're all about talking about revival and you're going to have a fantastic time in the presence of God. If you want to find out more about our ministry, please visit www uk. That's uk, And be blessed today. Good evening, everybody. And thank you for joining me for Revival Talks. Uh, we had a fantastic week last week. and We're going to have an even greater week this week, I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, I've been speaking uh, to Mauricio, Evangelist Mauricio Canals from Shake the Nations Ministry, um, a good friend of mine and also a powerful evangelist um, who preaches in gospel campaigns around the world for Shake the Nations. Hello, Mauricio.
1: Hello, my good brother, my friend, my amigo, Luke Vardy. It's a joy, it's a pleasure, it's an honor to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. As you say, my name is Mauricio Canales. I'm originally from El Salvador, Central America. And uh, I serve Shake the Nation's Ministries under the spiritual covering of Evangelist Nathan Morris. And listen, man, it's such a joy to be here with you. Thank you for having me.
0: No, the privilege is all mine and I'm really excited to... um to be finding out more about Revival from your experience. Um, We've titled this, The Next Generation. Um, You know, I want to unlock some truths for anyone who's watching for the next generation and anybody who's got people that they're working alongside whether that's children, young adults, teenagers, and um, just people who are who need to be set on fire. And we're going to be chatting through that um, in a little while. But Mauricio, can you start by just letting everybody know a bit about yourself, your family, and where you live and, and sort of what you do now? That would be great.
1: Yes. Well, first of all, I've been married for 21 years. So if you can believe that, God has just been so good Uh, Like I said, I'm originally from El Salvador. As a child, as a young man, I always wanted to marry a Mexican woman. And by God's grace, God has been so good to me. He's given me a Mexican woman and he's been so good. He's given me two children. Uh, They love, they serve the Lord. And, um, you know, before me joining Shake the Nation's Ministries, I was a youth pastor for a lot of, I was actually a youth pastor for 10 years. And uh, so I love to work with the youth and you know, with today's topic, I, I really feel that in my heart. I believe that, you know, there's a lot of young people that are watching us right now. As a matter of fact, I believe that I feel this in my heart. There's um, there's evangelists that are watching us right now, and and God has put that calling on the inside of you. And just stay tuned to to everything that's gonna be said today because I believe God has a prophetic word for your life. You see other ministers, you see people doing the work of the kingdom, going about the father's business, and you think God cannot use you. But I'm here to tell you, God will use you. There is a calling on the inside of you. And I believe that today the Holy Spirit is going to stir that on the inside of you. I, I feel that I, I had to speak that word, my brother, but there's people that are watching us. And I believe that there's people that are going to watch us after the, 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 the Facebook Live, the recorded version. And listen, God has a plan. God has a purpose for your life. God has a calling in your life. Don't run away from it. He's calling you today.
0: Amen. Amen. So if you're watching this live or you're watching it later, you've got a destiny to be fulfilled in your life. Just as Mauricio said, we'd love to pray for you. So please let us know if you've got anything that you need us to pray for. So Mauricio, tell us Tell us about your first experience of revival in your own life.
1: Well, you know what? Actually, um, let me just share a little bit of my testimony. So as a young man, I was away from the Lord. Um, I was doing the things that I shouldn't, out drinking, going to clubs, smoking. And I remember, as a matter of fact, it was on Halloween weekend. and it was the 31st of October of 1998. And I remember that like it was yesterday. And uh, that night, uh, my brother, we were smoking, drinking like two, three in the morning. Something came over me and I gathered all my friends and I said, listen, this is the last night that I'm going to be with you guys like this. And they're like, well, why are you saying that? You know, what's wrong with you? They're like, you're just drunk. You don't know what you're talking about. I said, listen, I don't know what I'm saying, but I just feel this is the last night that I'm going to be with you guys in this condition. That was Saturday night. Sunday morning, I woke up. And i remember the words that i said and i'm like why did i say those words i've always been a man of my word i'm still a man of my word so if i say i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do it so i thought i'm like i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to church today and when i go to church i'm gonna tell my friends listen i went to church okay it's done let's continue partying let's continue doing everything that we've been doing so that sunday morning i called which now is my wife she was my girlfriend at that time I said, I want you to go to church with me. She's like, church, you never gone to church. Why you want to go? I'm like, listen, just go to church with me. Listen, as soon as my girlfriend and I went to the church, I felt a big old knot in my throat and I wanted to cry. I'm like, why do I want to cry? Like, what is wrong with me? So as I sat down the whole time, I'm just trying to just grab a hold of myself because I want to cry. I'm like, why do I want to cry? And I remember the preacher started to preach. And he said, somebody came to God's house today and you came because of a word that you think you spoke. But what you don't realize is that the Holy Spirit brought you and he set you up to come to church this morning. And you're not going to leave this place until you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. In my mind, I'm like, how does he know that I came here because of a word that I spoke? Well, for the last six months, several things have been happening to me. I was in a car accident. I have been shot at. They have busted a beer bottle in my head. I still got the scar today. I was at a club. I had gone through so much and the preacher started naming all those things. I'm like, how does he know that that's my life? And when he did the altar call, I was like, I'm not ready to give my life to the Lord. I'm too young. But before I knew it, Evangelist Luke, I was in the altar crying in the presence of the Lord. And I was in that altar for maybe maybe two hours. The church was over. Everybody went home. And it was just me and the pastor and my girlfriend at the time. And I kept crying. I remember I went home and I was still feeling the presence of the Lord From that day forward, the Holy Spirit came upon me in a mighty way. And from that day forward, my life has never been the same. That's the experience that when the fire of God comes upon you, and I feel the Holy Spirit right now. When the fire comes on you, you will never be the same. And I'm feeling the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I'm speaking to somebody that is watching us right now. You're away from the Lord. You used to be on fire for the Holy Spirit. But he's calling you home. And he's calling you to come back home today in the name of Jesus. Receive this word. Listen, you're watching me. You're in the living room right now. (laughs) They you, you you're drinking a Coke right now. I'm speaking to you. You may think this is crazy, but it's not crazy. It's the Holy Spirit that is speaking to you. And I declare that that same fire that fell on me over 22, 23 years ago, I speak that that fire falls on you right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you. For what you are doing right now. In the name of Jesus. I speak that word. Listen, only the Holy Spirit can do it. If he changed me, this guy that was on drugs, that was drinking, that was out in the world, and he's called me to be an ambassador for the kingdom, he can do it for you as well.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, if you feel... Uh, What Mauricio just said is for you, please let us know, either private message me or contact uh, Evangelist Mauricio as well, and he'll be more than happy to talk to you about that as well. You know, I I can ring true with that myself, Mauricio. You know, I, I was destined for trouble. You know, I was brought up in church, but I was a troublemaker where I was, and I got around the wrong crowd and if it wasn't for Evangelist Nathan's dad's church, wow. um, I'd have been turned upside down uh, for the wrong reason, for the devil. But thankfully, I went to a church that carried the presence and the fire of God. And, and I was the same as you. Do you know? I was bitter and I was hard. I was a harsh person inside until God softened me. Um, and I cried and I weeped like, just like you did. And, and it's funny how the hardest of hearts can be melted in a yes. moment. And you might be watching this and you may be of... Um, you may have been stubborn. You may have been in church for years and actually your, your family members have been saying you, you need to get your life in order, you know, and and sometimes it's hard to take it from your parents. My mum and dad, um, they went on to become pastors of churches, but uh, they were always in church and the church I went to was a family-run church, but I had to go to someone else's church to get rescued from the mess I was in because I was living in religion. Um, wow. And uh, so if you're watching this right now, And and you've been brought up in church, but you've just not really made that connection. Today is the day of salvation, it says in the scriptures. Today is the moment. You might not have tomorrow. Today is the day you've got to choose and make a decision for Christ. Um, I just had to share that. I just really felt, you know, there is backsliders that need to come back in the lockdown in the United Kingdom. You may have been away from church, but this is your time and this is your season. It's such a powerful test testimony, are Really, really, you know, God grabbed hold of you and um, so, so much in regards to it. And what, what, why do you think it's so important for the next generation of Christians to get hold of revival?
1: You know, you, you mentioned earlier, um, you mentioned the word religion, and, and I think that there is a generation that all they know is religion but they don't have a relationship with Jesus. They're going through the motions. Uh, Some of them may be going to churches, but they've never had a true encounter with the true living God. See, Mm -hmm. I, I speak to my children and I tell them, God doesn't have grandchildren, okay? One day I'm gonna be a grandfather, okay? But God doesn't have grandchildren. God only has sons and daughters. And the reason why I say this is because my relationship with Jesus is not sufficient for my children to have that relationship. If that was the case. God would have grandsons and granddaughters, but the Bible only teaches us that he only has sons and daughters. And I believe that that's what this young generation needs to have a true encounter with Jesus Christ. And that's what we see when we do gospel campaigns. We see thousands upon thousands of young people come to these gospel campaigns and all they've ever known is religion. See, I put religion like this, Evangelist Luke, that somebody could be at church and they're thinking about fishing. That's religion. Yeah. But relationship is while I'm fishing, I'm thinking about Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's the difference right there, that when you have that encounter, you have Intimacy with the Holy Spirit, and I believe that everybody that is watching us at this moment, you need to have intimacy with the Holy Spirit of God. See, we were created to worship God, the Bible says in Psalms 150, verse 6, Let everything that has breath praise the name of the Lord. We were created to worship God, everything living is meant to praise and worship God. See, I I put it like this. When I hear a lion roar, that's worship because he's doing what he was created to do. When I see a bird flying, that's worship, Evangelist Luke, because he's doing what he was called to do. But if we ever see a bird roaring and a lion flying, That's not worship. That's abnormal because they're not doing what they were called to do. See, we were called to worship God. We were created to worship God. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11 says, God has put eternity in a man's heart. Each one of us, we see with my physical body, I am worldly conscious. I'm conscious of this world. In my mind, I'm self-conscious. But because God has put eternity in my heart, I have conscious of God. I have conscious of eternity. It doesn't matter if it's an atheist. Deep down inside of that person's life, he or she knows that God is real, that God is existent, and God is moving on behalf of their lives. And so I believe that Intimacy is so important And when we speak about intimacy Intimacy is into me You see When I have intimacy with God I open myself to God Into me You see Lord You see my vulnerabilities You see my weaknesses You see those things that Maybe I'm trying to hide from somebody else But if I'm open and I have that intimacy With the Holy Spirit I will have a true encounter with God. And that's what this generation needs, to have a powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit of God.
0: Amen, amen. You're encouraging me already. I'm not the youngest in the book, bro. (laughs) I'm ready to run after that. Um, And I agree with you, you know intimacy is so important and um, i always say you know i i knew the bible inside out from a young child brought up in sunday school but i never knew the author correctly until i had a intimate moment with him where he all he actually said uh is i love you luke mm. and that one word was so powerful for me at that time because i felt rejected by Friends, even family, even though they weren't rejecting me, that's what I felt like. I felt unloved, I felt unworthy. Um, And I know there's lots of people watching, especially young people. They get their identity from other people, they get it from even like social media that we're on. It's such a good tool, but there's so many young people right now haven't got an intimacy with God because they're so busy trying to get the Facebook likes, the Instagram um, photos out there. And actually, it's just a snapshot of the fun parts of their life. In fact, I mean, you see them when they go to the uh, London uh, and, and you've been to the UK, but in London with the Big Ben and they're taking the pictures um, yeah. everywhere and uh, they don't enjoy seeing the Big Ben because they're taking the pictures to put it on Instagram or on Facebook and they get their identity from it. And and I, I, I was in the very early stages of that as a young man myself. And it wasn't until God grabbed me and I got around like... Um, minded people who were on fire for god like i said evangelist nathan morris you know he was on fire for god and and that kept me on the straight and narrow a lot of the time through his dad's preaching of the pure gospel kept me on the straight and narrow and it actually gave me a passion to want and see revival in in my own life and, and where i went and you know what's your thoughts mauricio on how number one and i know you can't Catch, uh, you, you can't teach the Holy Spirit, but what would you give on how to catch the Holy Spirit and also to keep that fire burning to anybody who's watching it right now?
1: Amen. Listen, um, I'm reminded of a verse, it's in Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. And the apostle Paul says, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And so you got to understand, Paul is writing to the church of Philippians. He is incarcerated, he is locked up, he is in jail. Yet he is speaking of a word that no matter what the situation is that I'm going through, I want to get to know him. And I believe that that's what this generation needs, to know him. Sometimes we want to see the power, we want to see the presence, and I believe that's good. And as we're speaking right now, like I'm literally feeling the anointing. And listen, there's yeah. something special in this interview because I always feel the anointing, but I just feel it, I'm trying to contain myself. I just want to shout right now. Okay, there is something special, I'm telling you, as we're speaking, the Holy Spirit is moving, like everything is me is just is shaking right now. But to go back to the conversation, get To know him, know Jesus. And and I believe some people want the presence, want the power, but they don't want to get to know the person, the person Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. And it's Mm -hmm. so important to have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. I, I believe that sometimes we get so full of other things that we don't have room for the Holy Spirit. And we have to make room for the Holy Spirit to move on our behalf. So if we live a life full of clutter, full of chaos, we're so busy, then we don't have time for a move of the Holy Spirit. I believe that we we need to make God a priority in our lives. As we make him a priority, the Spirit of God will move on our behalf. And I believe this evangelist Luke that when we speak about going after Jesus, we have to press through so many different things because there are so many voices that are around me. There are so many distractions around me, but I need to press forward so I can have that intimacy with jesus christ the son of the living god see the bible says in in genesis chapter 5 verse 23 and 24 the bible says that enoch walked with god and was not because god took him and the bible says he was 365 years old well when i look at that I remember that when I read that the Lord spoke to me, 365, it's 365 days of the year. So if Enoch walked 365 years with the Lord, I believe that in 2020, 300, I believe this year has 366. I think this year has one extra day, but the point is we need to walk with Jesus on a daily basis listen when things are going good i'ma praise jesus but when things are going bad i'm still going to praise jesus when doors are open i'm gonna praise jesus but when doors are closed i'm still gonna praise him see i've gotten to an age where I used to just praise him for open doors but now I also praise him for closed doors because if I had gone through that door only the lord knows what would have happened to me so I need to keep on pressing through I need to press through through the veil of the flesh that I may have a true encounter with Jesus. And I believe that's what this generation needs, to have that encounter with Jesus, not with religion, not with an organization, but with the true living God. See, the reason why I left the world that I left is because I had a true encounter with Jesus. And I'll put it like this. If you touch me again, Lord, I won't touch that cigarette if you touch me again lord i'm not gonna drink that beer if you do it again lord i'm not going back you see now i've gotten to a point that i cannot go back because Come on. i've experienced the presence the tangible glory of jesus don't even get me started talking about the glory evangelist luke because when the glory comes there is a shift there is a change Something happens, and I believe we must see the glory of God. Do you remember when the children of Israel went through the desert? The shoes didn't tear. The clothes didn't wear away because the glory was present. We need the glory of God in this generation.
0: Wow, wow, wow. We definitely do. We need to, um, I preach a message. One of my favorite ones to preach is push through for your breakthrough. And it's talking about the woman with the issue of blood, bro. And uh, she had to push past all the religious mindsets of the day that she was unclean. How dare she touch a rabbi? She was actually afraid of announcing her Healing. And I always ask myself, why was she afraid of announcing her healing when she just suffered for twelve years? She spent all the money. And she had to push through the barrier to eventually open her mouth and say, actually, Jesus, you healed me, and um, you set me free. And she was trembling when she was saying it. And I, I think I think there's lots of reasons why, but one of them that stands out is there was a lot of religious people around at the time that would have been judging her, saying, why is a woman touching a man, especially an unclean woman? What do you think you were doing? But then you jump forward a few chapters and she broke a mold because there was coming to Jesus just to touch the hem of his garment later on in the scriptures. She broke the mold. And I think that's what And this talk here, I feel is really going to be doing, especially in the UK, but around the world where people are watching it. I want to break the mold for this young generation. And I really feel strong on my heart. You don't have to be like what our generation is or the generation before us, where we just slowed down and and tried to construct a method of of running church. We've just got to let the Holy Spirit flow and we want to break that mold for them. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're of the same mindset, Mauricio. You worked in youth work for many, many years. And it, sometimes the youth put us to shame in church because they just go and do what it says in the scriptures. Um, I, I just want you to spend a few minutes just really um, share your heart for this next generation and what you feel is um, in your heart for what they can do um, and what mould you want to set for yeah. them to start running with.
1: Yes. You know, um, I am reminded uh, several years ago, um, I was praying. I was like, at the beginning of every year, I would always ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you have for the youth for this year? And I remember that at the beginning of the year, the Lord showed me in a dream that I was in a building and I was going to the building. I saw a young man by a window and he was getting ready to jump. And I said, what are you doing? Don't jump. He's like, This world doesn't need me. I'm good for nothing. He's like, it's better if I'm dead. I'm like, don't do it. And I remember in the dream I was so desperate and I was trying to get a hold of him. And and I said, you know, look, let me preach to you the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in the dream, the young man jumped and I woke up all startled and I'm like, Lord, what were you trying to tell me? What, What was that dream about? And the Holy Spirit, I remember He clearly spoke this word to me. He said, This year, you will touch young people that the enemy's trying to destroy with suicide. And this year, you're going to reach young people that are lost, that are helpless, that are hopeless. And you're going to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ and you're going to turn things around in their lives. And I remember that to me, that was. That was the vision that the Lord had given me for that year. And we started going after the youth. We would preach at the schools. We would preach at the parks. And I remember that I met this young man and there was something about him that the Lord was just dealing with me. So we started preaching to him. He gave his heart to the Lord. And he said that the previous week that he had come to this place, it was like a park and we preached the gospel to him. He said he had tried to commit suicide here. He showed me he had a big old cut in his wrist. And he said that he was bleeding. He said that he was at the house by himself. And he said, by God's grace, somebody came to the house and they were able to call the police. But this young man just the week prior to us preaching the gospel, was trying to commit suicide. And I believe that's what the enemy is trying to do to this generation. He's trying to kill this generation. He wants this generation to abort the mission, the purpose, and the destiny that God has placed on the inside of them. But I believe that just like the Lord allowed me to reach this young man, and that year we reached so many young people, I believe there's a lot of young people that the Holy Spirit would reach And right now, I want to speak to certain young people that you're on fire for God right now. The Lord wants to use you to reach a young generation that is lost. See, many of them are blind right now. They're deaf. They're mute. They can't speak. But in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit of deafness, every spirit of blindness, and I declare that the Lord brings revelation of the kingdom to this generation. God is calling you to preach the gospel to this young generation. You need to go out. And do what God is calling you to do. See, the word says in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, It's not by might, it's not by power, but it is by my spirit, says the Lord. In other words, you're not going to do it by yourself. It's the Holy Spirit that is going to do it on your behalf. He's moving on your behalf. God is in the midst of of bringing salvation, deliverance to everybody that is watching me. Keep going forward in the kingdom. Keep preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: Amen, amen. Wow, that's a great encouragement for the young people who are watching. And um, I would say the same, bro. You know, there's so many um, people um, suffering with the spirit of suicide over their life there's so many young people and I think that's a lot to do with pressure of these days as well like you said that just need to break free from it and I I feel a responsibility and just like I think every Christian should to look out for these young people that are suffering that are out there that you know that they're addicted to whatever it is on tv or addicted to the things on their computer screens or even drugs or alcohol and you know Thank the Lord that I didn't go that deep into that sort of thing, but there's people out there and it's so ready available and the devil does want to take you out and you might be watching this right now or you might be watching it live and I'm telling you right now I break that depression. Amen. off of your life right now I break that spirit of suicide off of you I command you to go in the name of Jesus Christ you have no authority over that young person I command you to go in the name of Jesus I take captive of the mind right now where where the enemy is trying to tell you to take your life I command all them evil thoughts to go in the name of Jesus them night terrors and them horrid dreams in the name of Jesus I command them to go right now stop and cease in in the name of jesus and if you're watching it and you know somebody in that situation you've got a responsibility to rescue that life and rescue their soul you know um, what what would we gain if we gain the whole world but we lost a soul some of these people have not heard the gospel and it's our responsibility um to go and reach our neighbors as friends as family members and i just implore you right now if you know someone who's tried committing suicide or is uh, is in depression you need to speak to them you need to pick up the phone even tonight and say hey i want to tell you god loves you he's got a plan and a purpose for you um I just really felt that on my heart that we, we've got this responsibility. Yeah. And I, I've got a picture right now of um, a field. Where I live, I live in the farm fields, Mauricio. I know you probably live in the city in the nice sunny where Disneyland is. Um, but listen, I, I live in the countryside and I like the countryside. But we went walking so, a few months ago and there was ploughing the field. And it looked like nothing. It looked like dirt. It looked like mud. But now when I walk the field, there's a harvest there. Wow. And I just wow. want to
1: say, wow.
0: God designed the world and he also designed spiritual seasons. And we are in a rush for everything to happen right now. But I believe the the seeds we plant right now into the children, the children's ministry is such important. And so many times in church, everyone argues on Who's not going to do the children's work? I want to encourage you, if you haven't got a calling on your life, start with the Sunday school. I did okay. it when I was younger and plant a seed in them little children and plant a seed in the, the youth and plant a seed in young adults. Because I guarantee you, God doesn't work in seconds, but he works in seasons. And someone had to plant the seed into Renard Bonke's life. Someone had to plant a seed into Billy Graham's life. Someone had to plant a seed into your life, who's watching it right now. So I want to encourage you, the next generation's harvest will come through us planting a seed in them, spending the time, telling them stories, sharing our passion with them. And you you might be watching this and you feel like you haven't got a call in. I, I don't believe. Um, in lazy christianity that might sound harsh but god's got a job for every single one of us to do and the church will never function correctly unless you're doing what god's called you to do and until you've got that definite hey i've got to do this there's some simple stuff in the scriptures that tells us to go and tell the whole world about jesus christ it says go and preach the gospel to every creature you know, and that's what I want to implore people to do right now. If you're watching it and you're a young person, you can tell someone about Jesus. You can tell them how you got saved and set free um, in regards to that. I'm cutting into your time
1: here, Mauricio. But no, no, no. I get, pas- I get passionate, <laughs> bro. I'm loving it. I'm 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 <laughs> off for of that word. You keep giving that word. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm
0: passionate about the gospel. I'm passionate about people getting set free and saved. And um, I'm sure that people want to hear from you a bit more. So. I want to find out from you, um, tell us of one of the most significant, obviously you've shared about your salvation story. Share with me a significant point of uh, your walk with Jesus when you knew you had the calling and how that panned out in your life. Because a lot of young people will be watching saying, what's the calling of God? How do you get that? And how does it pan out? So try and just explain to them, how you went through that process
1: that, that that's actually a great question and, and you know you you, you kind of talked a little bit about that and I believe that you know sometimes we are asking God God use me send me to the nations and I think that's a great thing but I don't have to go to China to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can preach to my neighbor and I can just love on my neighbor. See one of the things that I do in, in my house, Literally, there's like a perimeter of houses around me. I've literally preached to every one of those families. But what do I do? I love on these people. You know, if they need help with something, I'm here to help you out. That's the love of Jesus. If I'm at Sunday school, I can preach at my Sunday school. If I'm going to school, I can preach At my school, wherever I'm going. And I believe that sometimes the greatest message that we will ever preach is a message without words. It's just the fact that I'm walking in the light. People will notice there's something different in me. Those people who are around me will know that there's something different. It's because it's Jesus in you. See, earlier we were speaking about Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. And the apostle Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And I believe that as we understand our calling, we will understand who he is in our lives. So you have to understand that when I know him, I'll know who I am, who is in me and what is my calling. See, they asked John the Baptist, they they said, are you the Christ? Are you one of the prophets? He didn't even say he was a prophet. All he said is, I am a voice, a voice that is crying out in the wilderness. See, and that's what God is looking for, people for yielded vessels that are willing to say, yes, Lord, use me at whatever level you want to use me. See, I don't have to be on stage to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can preach it to my neighbor, to my cousin. I can preach it wherever I'm at. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. And to your question, when did I know that there was a calling in my life? See, I thought everybody that was a Christian had a calling to preach the gospel. So in my mind, from day one, when I gave my heart to Jesus... From that day, I just knew that there was a calling not for me to be a pastor, a preacher, an evangelist. It was just a calling to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And as I get to fulfill what God has called me, I'm growing in wisdom. I'm growing in stature. I'm growing in faith. That's why Paul said that I may know the power Of his resurrection. As I know him, I know the power of his resurrection. And see, and that's so important because when we get a revelation of his resurrection, there is an expectation for God to move. I got to say that one more time. When you get a revelation of his resurrection, there will be an expectation for God to move. And You don't have to have a title, a bishop, or an apostle. You are a son of God. To those who believe, these signs will follow the signs to pray for the sick and to preach the good news to the lost, and the Holy Spirit will move on your behalf. So I want to encourage you today raise your expectation. Raise your standard, raise your faith today, and just start going out and doing what Jesus did. See, Jesus, he preached, he brought teachings, and he healed the sick. He preached, he teached, and he healed the sick. The whole gospel, I can summarize it in those three areas. He preached, he teached, and he healed the sick. That's what we need to do. We need to preach about Jesus. We need to teach the goodness of the Lord. See, there is a verse that I love it's in Psalms 27:13. And David said, I would have fainted unless I had believed. To see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. See, David is speaking this word that he is expecting God's goodness in the land of the living. So that's what we need to preach and teach. God's goodness. What is God's goodness? See, when his glory comes, that's God's goodness. And his goodness is He wants to deliver you from oppression. He wants to deliver you from depression. He wants to deliver you from suicidal thoughts. His good news is that he wants to heal you today. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he did it yesterday, if he showed his goodness yesterday, He would do it today. If he healed the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, this woman was suffering. But in a second of faith, oh, I feel God. In a second of faith, God brought healing to this woman. And if he did it yesterday, my beloved, he would do it again. He is still moving in the year 2020. When you feel you're in lockdown, there's a pandemic going on. There's so much going on in the world. Jesus' goodness is still moving. And I want to encourage you, believe in the word of God. The word says in Psalms 107 verse 20, he sent forth his word, he healed them, and he delivered them from their destruction. Listen. I want to give you this word, this word that I believe the Holy Spirit would do in your life. Colossians chapter one, verse 20 says, oh, I love this word. He says, he reconciled all things to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, bringing peace through the blood of his cross. When you look at the cross, the cross has two wood beams vertical wood beam horizontal wood beam the vertical wood beam pointing towards heaven the horizontal in a physical plane on the earth and i believe that that's what the cross does the cross will unite heaven and earth there is a convergence when heaven and earth meet the the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob will move on your behalf. See, in heaven, there is no sickness. In heaven, there is no lack. In heaven, there is no oppression. That means that if heaven comes down to your household, if heaven comes down to your region, if heaven comes down to your city, if heaven comes down to your church, where heaven invades earth, That region, that section, that household will not experience lack, will not experience sickness, will not experience oppression because God has came down. And I believe that's what that is what he's doing right now. He wants to invade your home, your marriage, your children in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Wow, 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 wow. Such encouragement,
0: bro. That is so encouraging. I'm excited. I'm fired up. I'm ready to run myself uh, faster than before. I mean, uh, the UK is in lockdown, but hey, we can still see revival in lockdown. We can see the next generation transformed, changed, set free. Um, and, you know, sometimes people ask the question how do I start seeing the miraculous um, and the healings? and uh, i wrote a little book about it as well so p- people have bought it how do you, how do you receive your your miracle um, and it's all about the practicalities of it i mean i didn't start one day just lay my hands and and everyone got healed it was a process i mean i prayed for people with headaches and they got worse bro uh, i prayed for <laughs> i prayed for people dying of cancer and they actually died and uh, that's disheartening but i had faith as small as a mustard seed. And it said, if you've got that little bit of seed, uh, faith, as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. You can command them to go in the name of Jesus. And uh, like you said, we, we've already got heaven on earth. God's put us here to be ambassadors for him on this earth. And that means we've got to be the ones who pray for the sick. So yeah. anybody who's listening and wants to move in the miraculous, it's as simple as this. The more sick people you pray for in faith, the more you're going to see healed. It might take a season, it might take time because his mind gets in the way and that unbelief is the only thing that can actually stop seeing a miracle happen. And as a vessel, if we just switch off and let the Holy Ghost move, I see more miracles when the Holy Spirit's praying for the sick. I see more miracles when the Holy Spirit's speaking through me. In fact, when I'm preaching the gospel and the Holy Spirit grabs hold of my tongue, Everyone says, hey, I like that bit that you preached in that message. And I say, hey, that wasn't written down in the notes. That was the Holy Ghost inspired. We've just got to let the Holy Spirit move. And Jesus, since the moment he died on the cross, he tore that veil. Yes. Um, and the spirit came out ever since he's been trying to get the church's attention, mm-hmm. saying, Do you not know the spirit is loosed over the earth? Do you yeah. not know he's not contained to church? Do you not know he's not contained to just a, a small mindset? He's all over the place, and God is omnipresent, and the devil is not, but God is omnipresent. He can be everywhere, healing everybody at every one given moment. So I'd encourage anybody who's listening to start praying for the sick, to start praying for the miraculous. You know, we can believe for the dead to be raised um, when we pray for them. I'm believing for that, that for this generation and the next. We yeah. need to start seeing it happening. Jesus did things, but he said we do much more than him because he only had a limited season. He had three years of ministry. Some of us have been in ministry way longer than that, bro, and we're not even seeing it. And I just want to encourage you, we've got to see the dead race yes. We've got to see it in the United Kingdom, in the U.S. We've got to see it globally. And don't tell me that it doesn't happen in the Western world. I see more blind eyes and deaf ears open in the U.K. than, uh, than I see in Africa and other plains wow. of fields where I've done crusades. God heals in the United Kingdom. He yes. heals in the U.S. And his power is the same power whether it's Wherever he is, yes. he's the same power source that we can tap into. Uh, and I'm really excited I love about it. what God's going to do in people's lives, um, Evangelist Mauricio. But I want you uh, to have a little bit of time now just to share how Shake the Nations, um, the ministry, um, so close to my heart, such an inspiration to me in my younger years. Just, you know, I wouldn't be what, I, I wouldn't be do- what I'm doing now if it weren't for... Shake the Nations. So, I want you to just tell people what Shake the Nations doing around the world um, and let them know how they can connect in with you. And, uh, you know, just go for it.
1: No, no, thank you. Listen, um, you know, I have the awesome honor and privilege of serving Shake the Nations Ministries, like I said earlier, under the spiritual covering of evangelist Nathan Morris. And, you know, how you are impacted. Likewise, I've been impacted in a mighty way by this ministry by, you know, the heartbeat of Shake the Nations Ministries, and literally the name Shake the Nations, that's what God has called evangelist Nathan Morris and the rest of us that were here to serve him. We go into different nations and we're seeing nations shaking under the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we did a gospel campaign in the nation of Belize, And, um, you know, to my surprise, many pastors were giving us testimony that they've been pastors for decades and they had never seen a miracle. Now, imagine what I'm saying. You've been a pastor for 20, 30 years and you've never seen a tangible, physical miracle before your own eyes. And when the Holy Spirit started to move, we we did a gospel campaign in the Belize Civic Center. It was thousands of people that gathered. You know, when the testimonies were being shared, normally when we're in Latin America, people are shouting, people are screaming. And when we were in the nation of Belize, at the beginning, they were not shouting. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? So I spoke to some of the pastors. They were like, we were in shock. We had never seen these kind of miracles. And but what I love about this is that after the gospel campaign, we're getting testimonies that God is healing in their churches. God is moving in their midst. And you know, let me share this with you, Evangelist Luke. Um, when we came, I remember several pastors that we worked with to organize the gospel campaign. They were like, We've been getting testimonies that. The flower, listen, the flower in people's homes have miraculously been increasing. And you got to understand, flower in Latin America, like we love tortillas, okay? I can't have food <laughs> without my tortillas, okay? So that's significant. So I remember that um, the vice superintendent of the Assemblies of God in Belize, whom we were working with. He said, it's one thing for people to be calling me other pastors to be giving me testimony. But he's like, this morning I woke up and the flour that I had in my kitchen, the vessel that I had, he's like, it was filled to capacity. And that blessed me. And I just knew that that was a sign of what the Lord was going to do in the nation of Belize and i believe that's what the lord is doing and that's what shake the nation's ministries is all about our dna is to you know the holy spirit gave a word to evangelist nathan 2020 is the year of the greater harvest even if we're in lockdown we're still preaching the gospel of jesus christ imagine this salvadorian man is speaking to evangelists look from the uk and we got people connected from different nations the gospel is not under lockdown. The gospel is being preached. And I believe that as the nations reopen for us to do gospel campaigns, I believe the Lord will move in a mighty way. I'll share this with you. Right now we're working, you know, um, a gospel campaign in the nation of Cuba. And for Cuba, a nation such as Cuba, of that caliber for it to open for the gospel, only the Holy Spirit can do that. And I believe that's what the Lord is doing. He's moving. He's bringing salvation. And I believe before the rapture, before the Lord Jesus comes for his church, he's not coming for a weak, anemic church. No, no, no. no. He's coming for a strong, anointed, powerful yes. Come on, preach church. It. We will reap a mighty harvest of souls for the kingdom. I believe there are more that's going with us than those who are being left behind because the greater harvest is at hand.
0: Wow. Wow. What an awesome thing. What an awesome ministry that God's uh, given you all um, to go and see lives change, transformed. actually doing what it shows in the book of Acts, going and preaching the gospel, signs and wonders following, adding thousands to the kingdom. And I've been in some of them crusades. I I mean, I got the privilege of going to Renard Bonki's last one in Nigeria. And man, to see the altar call and the miracles there. I was in um, Argentina with Carlos Anaconda. I know we were speaking about him earlier. And to see the altar call of people just flooding to the front after preaching the gospel. Then they were getting delivered in demon tents and getting healed and set free. It just excites me so much. And Shake the Nations is doing that and Shake the Nations is going to the nations and literally grabbing hold of them spiritually and saying, hey, we're waking you up, nations of the world. You're awake." right now because we've come with the full authority of heaven and i just encourage everyone if you want to find out more about them uh, pray for them things like that the, the websites at the bottom there nationscom you can connect in with them you can connect in with mauricio on facebook and other social media platforms and he'll be happy to direct you and answer any questions they're such a brilliant ministry i've learned so much from the guys there um and uh, yeah, they see the miraculous. And talking about the miraculous, in a few minutes, I just want you to start commenting. We've got a bit of a technical issue. It's not coming up on my main screen, but I've got my phone on Facebook here uh, and YouTube. So if you've got a prayer request for yourself or for anybody else in your family, maybe someone needs salvation or maybe need someone's blind death crippled whatever it'll be maybe cancer's torturing you maybe you've got them suicidal thoughts and you need them off of your life maybe you're you're on drugs right now that um for your mental state your mind um is disordered and you've got to be on drugs for that we can pray we can pray today me and mauricio can pray today and we can see you delivered instantly over the internet can you believe over the internet the holy spirit can still heal yeah, and in fact You you do uh, them every single week, live feeds with Evangelist Nathan as well. And you get testimonies of miracles after praying for them. Um, And I've seen the the same. I've done meetings for churches in the UK and I've prayed for the sick and they've got instantly healed and told me they've got instantly healed and they're running around and doing all sorts. I've seen people after praying over the internet they're in the uh, hospital ward in the covid ward and they're on a ventilator the very next day they're off the ventilator and now the hospital bro that's the power of god going over the airways and that was someone standing in proxy for them for a healing it wasn't even the person requesting it themselves it was a family member wanted to see them get healed and we've got numerous um, testimonies of that with the COVID-19. So I, I don't fear COVID-19. I listen to the government's guidance, but hey, you can get healed of that. You can be yes. free from that because we've got the protection of heaven. So if you've got a prayer request, just begin to start posting them on there. Um, and um, myself and Mauricio will pray with you. I'm just, if there's any on there. Uh, have you got anything else you want to share just while we're waiting for, um, for some prayer requests to come in?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, um, I want to pray for those people that maybe you're away from the Lord. You're backsliding at a certain point in time. You were on fire for the Holy Spirit. I want to pray with you. I want you to come back home. I want you to retake that dream, that purpose, that vision that God placed on your heart. Maybe you went to through a traumatic situation. Maybe somebody broke your heart or maybe at church something happened and it's broke your heart. Well, listen. The heart of the Father is calling you back home. Or maybe you've never received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to pray with you. And I want to give you the opportunity to give your life and surrender it all. To Jesus Christ. So I want you to make this prayer with me. If you are away from the Lord or you've never given your heart to Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Do not harden Mm. your heart. Open your heart. Allow Jesus to come into your life. Say no to hell. Yes to heaven. Say no to death. Yes to life. Say no to addictions and yes to freedom, because the Bible says that if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. I want you to make this prayer with me. I want you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. With your mouth, you confess unto salvation. With your heart, you believe unto righteousness. You believe that Jesus Christ died. He was buried, but on the third day. He's resurrected from the dead. So I want you to make this prayer with me. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, come on, say it right now. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I'm sorry, Lord. Come on, repeat it. Say, forgive me of all of my sins. Wash me with the blood that you shed on the cross. Write my name in the book of life. Say with me, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Make me the person that you want me to be for your glory. In Jesus name. Amen. If you made that prayer, we want you to write to us. Send us a comment. Send us an email. Write to us. We want to hear what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. I just reiterate, if you've made that decision, please comment, contact uh, Evangelist Mauricio or myself uh, through social media, and, and we'll put you in the direction of a church and, and and give you some materials for um, moving forward in your faith um, in regards to that. And um, We've got some prayer requests, Mauricio. Um, I get some people may need to go, but I just really feel we need to pray for people. Um, and right at the end, uh, if you need prayer, to be filled with the Holy Spirit for the first ever time. I don't take this for granted, you know. Um, when the disciples were traveling around, they checked that they were baptized in water and they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I feel there's a season that we need to do that. I've been to churches in, in the US and the UK, bro, and they've they, they've not been filled with the Holy Spirit. They know about it, but they, they, they think it's just... Just something for everybody else. Uh, But the promise of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2, verse 39 says for us and for all our children and for everybody who lives on the earth, the Holy Spirit's there for us all. So we will pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Um, If you've been, um, I'm one of these who believes uh, you can't get enough of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, we're filled and endued with the Spirit, but we, we have to be overflowing with the Spirit of God constantly. Um, so when we receive salvation, there's a there's an amount of the Holy Spirit in us because we have to receive um, salvation through the Holy Spirit. But we can be filled with the presence of God yeah. and the anointing of God, and that's what I'm talking about—the anointing and the the presence of the Holy Spirit being tangible in your life. Amen. And we're going to pray for everybody now. We're going to pray for uh, your prayer requests, uh, whether you're watching live right now and we've missed your prayer request, or if um, you are watching this later you can still receive your miracle. And, uh, you know, we believe god is a tra- time traveling god he's the alpha the omega he's the beginning and the end yeah. there's nothing in the middle for him sort of thing he can travel beyond time so you just because you're not watching it live the same presence the same holy spirit who is healing people right now and um, will be able to heal you if you're watching it today tomorrow or even next week or yeah. next year you can receive healing you can receive salvation by saying the prayer that evangelist mauricio said and earlier and receive Jesus into your heart. Um, so Mauricio, will you pray for everybody who's watching this now or later who needs healing in their body and who wants to be filled with the tangible presence yes. of God and have that deeper relationship with Him?
1: Amen. Listen, the Word says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law becoming a curse for us Because cursed is he who hangs on a tree. See, the Lord puts this in my heart. There are people that are watching us. That you have generational curses that are upon your life. But I want you to know that Jesus will reverse the curse upon your life, upon your household. Today, that generational curse is going to be broken off of you. So if you're watching me right now, I want you to stretch your hand. As an act of faith And believe that whatever curse Has been upon the household Upon the family Is going to be broken In the name of Jesus Father right now In the name of Jesus Jesus, I speak that every generation Right now Generational curses of addiction Of suicidal thoughts Right now Lord In the name of Jesus Jesus, Right now Lord Every spirit of witchcraft It's broken off of them right now In the name of Jesus Deliverance Whatever I bind on earth It shall be bound in heaven And whatever I loose on earth It shall be loosed in heaven I bind every demonic phone Every spirit of sickness Lord in the name of Jesus Those people that are watching me Right now every sickness in your body Is healed in the name of Jesus I want you to put your hand on your sickness, wherever you have pain, wherever you are sick. And we're going to believe healing upon your body right now. Come on. Put your hand on your sickness, on your pain and do it as an act of faith. Believing like evangelist Luke said that God can heal you. Right now I feel the Holy Ghost Father in the name of Jesus. I declare healing upon those bodies I loose every sickness every bondage every addiction in the name of Jesus Lord I declare healing upon their life right now in the name of Jesus I cancel and I curse cancer. We curse diabetes high blood pressure coronavirus We bind you we rebuke you in the name of Jesus People that are experiencing pneumonia Issues with breathing Father, I speak healing right now Spirit of God Breathe the breath of God The Ruach, the breath of God In the name of Jesus I declare that the wind Of the Holy Spirit is blowing And is bringing healing To you right now in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus The name of Jesus is above every name The name of Jesus is above every sickness And that's healing right now In the name of Jesus Hallelujah I pray for everybody that is watching us Let the fire of the Holy Spirit Come upon yeah. us right now In Hallelujah. the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Oh, well, the evangelist Luke said there are people that have never experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want you mm. to stretch your hand. And I'm going to pray for the baptism that you may be baptized in fire. See, John the Baptist said in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, he said, I baptize you in water. But he who is coming after me, who is before me, he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. Come on, stretch your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) The, fire of the Holy Spirit come upon them right now, Lord. Right now, we were speaking about the young generation. Lord, there is a young generation that is watching us. There are some young people that are watching us. I pray that the fire of the Holy Spirit will come upon them right now, in the Name of Jesus, I see it, I speak it, and I declare it today, Father. I thank you for it, Father, in
0: yeah. His mighty name. I just release a word right now over your household in the name of Jesus. I see and um, fires beginning to start and it begins in your heart. I see like a heart of fire and spreading. It says it actually wells up from his belly, the fire of God. But I see it spreading like a wildfire. I know California is having wildfires and the struggle to contain it. And I just feel the Lord saying, your household can be a wildfire in the spiritual realms for God and God's releasing wildfires right now and some of you even now as I'm releasing this word over here is saying oh that's a great word for somebody else no that's a great word for you right now God is about to fill you in fact he's filling you right now and um, just put your hand on on the screen I know this is weird but put your hand on the screen right now and receive from the Lord right now wildfire wildfires to begin to burn inside of. Your people right now, Lord, let revival break out. Lord, right now in people's homes, let revival break out. And Lord, let it not stop. Let it be an end time move. Lord, let the ripple effects go to the next generation and the next generation. I declare today is the day of salvation. I declare today is the day that revival is birthed in you, that the vision is birthed in you, that the seed is planted inside your spirit and inside of your heart. I pray passion and boldness over you. I rebuke the spirit of fear right now, I rebuke the spirit of fear, not many people know this but I used to stutter a lot when I was a child, how the heck did God heal me from stuttering to be able to preach the gospel, it's the Holy Spirit, you know sometimes I can stutter even now but I'll tell you what, when the Holy Spirit's on me there's no stuttering because he's took over me, he's took over my voice, he's took over my body and God is about to invade your life invade your household and God wants to explode you from the inside out. You see, everything that is seen physically has to be seen spiritually inside first you can't see a miracle until you see it inside, you see the people who, um, um, Peter and John when they went to pray and they saw that lame man they said they saw him and their eyes were fixed and and, and gazed upon him and I believe in that moment of gazing, they saw in the spirit a miracle, they saw in a spirit revival him leaping and praising God in the temple to shake up the religious and God is putting something inside of you you and you're going to be gazed you're going to be locked on that vision for the rest of your life you see when you try and run from God trust me I've tried I've tried running from the calling of God and I'm telling you God brings you right back to where you need to be because you can't get rid of the calling you can't get rid of the vision in fact I was miserable when I tried running away from God he set me on fire and you can't get away from that fire and some of you are watching today God is exploding you right now and it's going to set wildfires going in your very house right now, this moment. Some of you are watching it later. You're going to get hit with the fire of God. I'm telling you, you're going to be there in his presence for days. When God hit me with his fire, I was laid weeping. I was laid shaking for days. I got home from work. I just lay prostrate, just praying for more of God. And then I, I got to a stage where I said, Lord, no more. It's too much. And God wants to get to a stage where he says, I can pour out more than you can even pray for and God's going to do it in your life. Yes. Praise God for his fire and his presence. Yeah. Oh I get so excited, you you <laughs> stirred me up Evangelist Mauricio, you stirred me up so ah, thank you so much for coming on here, you have inspired many, you've inspired me and your words you know and they're going to impact people, and people are. I already believe people have changed from it. I want to encourage you, shake the nations.com, go visit it, find out more about what they're doing. Um, they've got a TV program as well. Uh, it's on God TV in the United Kingdom. What day is that on, Mauricio? Sorry,
1: it comes on Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I believe you guys are six hours ahead of us, so I think it's two o'clock your time. Yeah. So, and and actually we're now on TBN UK and that wow. comes on Tuesdays, Tuesdays, I believe it's at 8 p.m. UK time, but we, we're now on TBN UK as well. So you can check the program Desire of Our Nations there as well.
0: Fantastic. So get connected with these guys. They're on fire. They're passionate for God and they're doing a great work. Please connect with me on social media Hit subscribe on YouTube so you can uh, get the updates of um, the the future videos that are coming. I've got a friend, Ralph Turner, from Mission 24 coming on next week. And we're going to be talking about George Whitfield, the great revivalist. And we hope that will inspire you. And we've got um, uh, Levi. He heads up um, Steve Hill's ministry now. And he's going to be on the week after. So please log in for them and subscribe. But Mauricio, thank you so, so much. It's been great. And uh, Mauricio is hopefully going to come to the UK and uh, <laughs> he's going to set some people on fire when he comes over. I think you've got plans for next year and I'm going to be coming over to you guys hopefully next year. So we're mm-hmm. going to catch the fire off of each other and, and, and run where God sends us all to go. But you've just been such a blessing, bro. And, um, you know, Shake the Nation's got a gem with you being there. Um, not only does Mauricio preach, he also interprets as well. So you speak Spanish. So, uh, have you got a message for anyone from the Spanish community? Just give it in your language. Oh
1: yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mira, si nos estás sintonizando, te quiero decir que el Cristo de los milagros no ha cambiado. Él es el mismo ayer, hoy y por los siglos. Y si ayer él resucitó a Lázaro de entre los muertos. Hoy Dios te puede resucitar a ti. Puede traer salvación, liberación, restauración a tu corazón. Hoy, abre tu corazón a Cristo, que solo Él puede ser una obra especial en tu vida. Amén. Listen, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Evangelist Luke Vardy, it's such an honor, such a pleasure to be with you. Um, hopefully we can do this another time. I've enjoyed it. I felt God from beginning. I'm still feeling the Holy Spirit. God is doing something special. Thank you. And we love you, my brother.
0: Yeah, we love you too, bro. Well, thank you everyone for logging in. Um, Please log in next week. And if you want Mauricio back on here, tell me in the comment box because I've been blessed and I'm sure we're going to get him back um, for something in the future as well. So thank you and goodbye for now. But God bless. Keep safe and keep praying and pressing in for more of God. Speak to you soon. Again, thanks for joining me. If uh, you was touched by this service and you want to listen to any more or find out more about Ignite Ministries, the ministry that I run, um, please visit www.igniteministries.co.uk. Remember, God changes lives from the inside out.